Welcome everyone to Discipleship Podcasts with the Bend International Church of Christ. I'm Joey Hungerford and I just want to introduce you to season eight of our podcast, which is the year 2023. And we're exploring a lot of real life theology this year, the Holy Spirit, uh, faithful faith, the grand meta narrative of the Bible, disciple making, and so much more. So I'm excited that you're here. I hope that you stay tuned. Please give us a review and share it with your friends. God bless. Hey, um, so I'm gonna just briefly reflect on our scriptures in our last couple of few weeks. Uh, I'm excited to find out what's in my notes here. So uh, I think, um, so three weeks ago, um, Joey talked about how we read the scriptures. He talked about reading in context. Um, he talked about putting in the work to mm-hmm. understand, to know um, what uh, the scriptures say. And he talked about applying it to our lives, of um, then doing something with that knowledge, of making it a part of our life. And then um, two weeks ago, um, I explained uh, or expanded a little bit on what the Bible is not, um, not a rule book, not a devotional grad bag, but a collection of this meditation and wisdom literature that is designed to be reflected on, thought about, mm-hmm. and to be worked through um, repeatedly. And then last week, uh, Anthony spoke about the authority of Scripture in our life, uh, from presupposing that Scripture is authority. Okay, what do we do with it? And how do we respond to that? Mm-hmm. Um, so today, um, we use the Bible to explain the Bible, to contextualize the Bible. I really see today's scripture, when we talk about Jeremiah 31, um, 31 through 34, very much as the counterpoint to the scripture that I talked about a couple weeks ago with Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 9. Um, in and there's a bunch of parallels between those. But as we um, jump into this, first of all, what were our assumptions in looking at the Jeremiah passage uh, to understand you know, why we're here in church? Um, what are we looking for in this passage? Not a rhetorical question. What's our assumptions about this passage? What are we going into looking at Jeremiah, assuming about it? Well, knowing the context uh, of Jeremiah, there is a, it's the Lord's talking about the covenant, and so the, uh, and about what's about to come of the, hey, you're going to go into exile, but before that, um, there's this covenant, and then you're going to go into exile, which it doesn't mention but, but then after is the, the new covenant. I will bring a new covenant for you. I will draw you closer. Uh, this is what I think we can go Jeremiah before we Yep. Um, I think, uh, yeah, the context of the scripture is huge. We're going to get into that more for sure. Um, also, there's the fundamental underlying assumption that um, it's the same God. Same God that Moses is talking about in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy is the one that Jeremiah is talking about 
here hundreds of years later. And that, that God has the same purpose. Um, if you recall the, Jer the Deuteronomy passage, it includes the Shema, Hear, O Israel, and be careful to obey um, Hear, O Israel, uh, Lord your God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Press them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Mm. Both these passages start at the same place. Write these on your heart. Mm -hmm. And then Israel goes into the promised land, after the Deuteronomy passage. And they write them on their doorposts and they forget them. And they bind them on their foreheads and they ignore them. Um, they never make it to their hearts. Uh, they have moments of uh, reform and um, coming back to God, and then immediately they will forget um, God's precepts. And when we come to Jeremiah, yeah, we're, we're sitting in the context of exile. Um, they're not people of the land anymore. And in that context, they finally come to understand that they're people of God. It's not the land that makes them God's people. Mm -hmm. It's God's mm -hmm. love for them that makes them his people. But God still has the same purpose. The mechanisms by that, though, here we have a passage saying that law mechanism didn't work. So next time, we're doing it different. Next time, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to have to be in your heart for this to work. Um, right. They're the people of God uh, in the future this sees, not the people of the land. And that changes everything, because you can be people of God in any land. The Jewish nation after this won't be defined by being in Israel, being in the land. It'll be defined by being people of God in the way they're people of God. And also, you can cease to be people of God while remaining in the land. That's the past, the historical context of this verse as well. Mm -hmm. That they were in the land, that didn't make them God's people. It was where their hearts are and their relationship to God that made them God's people. We aspire to be, aim to be, are people of God, not people of the church. Mm -hmm. And I think that same uh, lesson applies to us, that while the land you live in defines your experience of living, it doesn't bring you into existence. It's God that does that. And for us, the church might define our experience of Christian life, but it's God with whom we have that relationship. It's God that creates that existence. Um, and we live in a land where the Holy Spirit is writ large upon our hearts. We live in a land where the law is indeed fulfilled in us rather than upon us. Um, we live in the fulfillment of this vision of the future that Jeremiah talks about. So when we find ourselves dealing with jealousy or hatred or debauchery or drunkenness or whatever the context is, there's a reason that we turn to the example of mercy and justice that Jesus lived, rather than to codified principles of the law. The law hasn't gone away, it's just we have a much more relevant way of moving forward today, because this scripture is fulfilled. Um, and this passage in Jeremiah is looking forward to Jesus. 
It's fulfilled the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The law and ordinances of the Deuteronomy passage, those also were fulfilled in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We now live in the context of that promise. But of course, tomorrow is Monday. Most of us will go to work. And we will be in Bend, Oregon. Um, or Redmond. Or Redmond. We will be um, fundamentally, though, still exiles in a foreign land. And standing on the banks of the river, looking across to a home we've not yet fully entered. We, too, will live by the command in Jeremiah, elsewhere in Jeremiah, to build our homes, live our lives, bless the land in which we now live. But we do this in the context of a law written on our hearts, sealed with the Holy Spirit, and with the example of Jesus Christ to emulate as we do so. So let's pray for communion. Father, thank you uh, for being with us uh, through all the ages, Father. Uh, thank you for fulfilling every one of your promises. Help us to see your promises um, in the context that we experience gravity is one of those promises you've created in the world, Father. To understand that all of your promises are that consistent and reliable. Uh, that when you say you love us, it is in the same certainty with which you say that uh, light and physics and all of that works, Father. That we can have the same trust in your uh, support and your vision for us, Father, and your mercy towards us, Father, that we have in our chair as we sit here today. We thank you that you would love us, that you are reliable. We thank you that you have had this vision for us through all millennia, and that you are driving towards it as fast as we can follow, Father. Um, we thank you that we live in the age of the fulfillment of these promises, Father, that we can look back on them from a perspective, see the narrative you have um, woven through time, Father, leading forward to Jesus Christ. We pray that we remember that as we take these elements of communion, remember the body uh, broken for us, blood spilled for us, Father, for the, the forgiveness of those sins, Father, that you can indeed um, wipe our slates uh, clean and create in us a new heart, Father, one that you can live in, Father, one that you can um, use to turn us into the creatures you've always envisioned. We pray this in Jesus' name.